With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the studio with us is a councilman, councilperson, Nick Comives. Are you getting used to hearing that yet, Nick? Uh, I'm getting used to it. It's, it's quite nice to hear. Is it? <laughs> but now, but it's a lot of work, too. So much work. Uh, now, you got sworn in in January, correct? January 2nd. January 2nd. So it's been a little more than a month. Yep. Um, what were the surprises in, in the last month? I don't know. The, I I wouldn't say I had any surprises. I mean, getting used to personalities, mm-hmm. uh, what other people are working on, learning about those things, the functions of all of the departments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that's, so yeah, that's key. It, that's a a huge piece of it. There's a lot of things happening in the city. There's a lot of moving parts. It's yeah. it's a huge business if you and think about think it from people, that perspective. I don't think people realize that a lot. A lot of times, it is a huge business. And, yeah, and that's we've always referred to it as a business here, and that's why it's that's why I always thought it was important. To have business people in positions of power because they understand running a business, losing people, hiring people, all those kind of things, all those moving parts. Yeah. That's why I think that's so important. I think especially on the administration side, mm-hmm. you know, I, because you're making those hiring decisions, uh, firing decisions that are key. that are going to yeah. continue the city working efficiently and making sure that we're spending the money wisely. So those are all important now, functions. how are you getting your information? You have I know there's a couple of aides that work with the council people and yep. stuff, but uh, when a particular topic comes up before council, how much work are you doing on your own legwork and how much are you relying on what you're getting from other people? Yeah, so especially important to me because I will chair well, I do chair water quality and sustainability okay. the committee. Uh, and that means that under water quality, all of the Department of Public Utilities falls under me, which is the largest. Oh, they put you in the hot <laughs> seat. Man, why they put you in the hot <laughs> Look, seat? They gave right me the away? biggest department in the entire city, basically, Holy to oversee crap. all anything that has to do with water, wastewater management, all of it. And then also they threw regional water at me. Damn. The deal that's happening with regional water. So trial yeah, by you fire. You feel like somebody's hoping you'll fail <laughs> over there somewhere? I was told I'm either going to crash and burn yeah. or I'm going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, well, yeah, really. I mean, I didn't realize you were putting the chairmanship of that. <laughs> that is. That's huge. It's a big deal. But you know what? Here's the thing. I'm I'm moving full steam ahead. Mm-hmm. When you ask me who I'm talking to, you know, I talk to all of the people that work in the Department of Public Utilities. Uh, I'm, in fact, this Wednesday, going to be taking a tour of all of those facilities, okay. meeting the workers. But, you know, I've been talking with the folks that are a little bit higher up in, in those departments. I've been talking to outside folks. The regional water deal, yeah. they've been working on that for two years. So I'm yeah. trying to meet with every person that's been involved in those conversations to find out why they got to where they are, what all of these pieces mean. Mm-hmm. The MOU that was signed is pretty short. It's 23 pages long, so you would yeah. think it wouldn't be that complicated, oh, no. but it's pretty it loaded. Yeah, it is. Well, you got a lot of work ahead of you. Uh, I asked you in today because uh, there's been a big... Uh, uh, I- Controversy, for lack of a better word, brouhaha, whatever you call it, uh, about Brett's uh, nightclub over on Adams Street in the Uptown District. And it was a pretty big hangout, along with Caesars and and a bunch of other clubs uh, for the LGBTQ crowd um, as they were coming up. Kind of almost like a safe space, you know, where you could go, you wouldn't get hassled about crap because you were around people who thought like you, felt like you, enjoyed the things that you liked. Uh, And it just got sold, and it got sold to a uh, well, I don't even want to say the newspaper refers to it as a Christian group, uh, but that's kind of a misnomer because 
Christians don't hate anybody. Christians are supposed to love everybody. So let's just call it a religious group uh, called the Greater Toledo House of Prayer. And they have a, 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 I'm not familiar with them, but apparently they have a pretty bad reputation when it comes to LGBTQ uh, yeah. issues. You know, I, I, I don't want to necessarily speak for the local chapter. I don't know any of these folks, but okay. I happen to know that they, and, and the connection is pretty clear, that they're connected to an, uh, an international group called the International House of Prayer. IHOP? Could be shortened to IHOP. Yeah. Oh, I don't wow. I don't know if you get pancakes at the prayer service. Boy, but really? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I might go for free food. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so IHOP. And, uh, you know, they were connected to the, the ban on homosexuality in Uganda, okay. where they made it illegal. Ah. Not only did they make it illegal to be gay, but they made it punishable by death. Yeah. By death. Yeah. And these people were connected to that. Yes. All right. So it's a little bit scary in that sense, and it kind of sends a message. I think right. what's happening right now is a lot of people are reacting to that and thinking, wow, they moved into this location. Mm-hmm. We're in Toledo. There are a lot of... Buildings well, to and choose here's, from. The, here's the, the thing that I thought, because I saw a lot of the complaints and stuff. The building came up for sale, uh, and apparently it had been for sale for some time, Yep. and nobody stepped up to buy it. And I would have thought, man, come on, Adam Street, it's hopping. What a great location. Somebody should buy that building, turn it into a restaurant or bar or club of some sort. Right. It never happened. These people saw the price and said, oh, we like that price. We, we need a bigger house of worship. We're going to go in there. Is, is the fear that because it's there, it's going to change the neighborhood? Or that because it's there, the folks who go there are going to be out on the street more and intermingling and, and, and confronting the LGBTQ folks? Yeah, and I think it's important to say that it's not just LGBT people that are upset about this, right? I've talked mm-hmm. to the other bar owners, the business owners up and down yeah. Adam Street, and they really feel as though they've been building up toward what they're calling an entertainment district. Yeah, you it's know, where people can go for a church. Right, yeah, you can go. They, you have fun. They have zombie crawl that's there. They have, yeah. you know, they have all these huge celebrations, these parties in the streets, and then this... Uh, organization moves in, and so it might change the flavor of the neighborhood, and I think that's what they're concerned about. I think LGBT people are concerned uh, because they are worried that there might be more people that will be wandering around that area mm-hmm. that might say nasty things to them, and that's that's a real reality. Right. Um, and so, you know, I think you have people that are pretty upset on, uh, on both sides of this issue right there. Are places like Brett's, because Caesars is closed and Brett's is closed now, it's kind of weird because I've read this in, in other cities, too. Uh, as the LGBT community uh, gets accepted in a wider area, mm-hmm. they're going to other clubs, and they're not maybe necessarily needing those safe places, or guys your age maybe uh, don't need those safe places anymore, but the younger folks still need someplace safe to go. Are, yeah. are they missing out on something? Are we losing something well, there? Well, you know, I think that's just it, right? It's a lot of people when they come out or when they're younger, they're kind of exploring themselves, trying to dis- find their identity. And a lot of times you find that when you're among other people that are like-minded. And so as these places disappear, are we losing that opportunity? Yeah. You know, I wonder sometimes if I'm too nostalgic, <laughs> right? I mean, well, Brett's was my, uh, first, my first gay bar. It was where I came out. Uh, you know, I was able to go in there and... and without fear of, of judgment, right. be there. And so that that's significant in a person's life. So, you know, I think the argument could be said that perhaps younger people are are not utilizing that as much. And maybe it's because as they're coming out while they're younger, it is more accepted among mm-hmm. their peers. Parents are becoming more accepting. So, you know, it's sort of a double-edged sword. Yeah. You know, things are clearly getting better, but, like, do what do we lose in that process, I think, right. is the question. You know? Yeah, because so. okay, you are losing something. So what's your take on, on, on the Brett's purchase? 
because the sense I got from what I saw on Facebook and some other places is that you see it as maybe a call, not necessarily to arms, but a call to action then. If the gay community wants places to go, like Brett's, like Caesar's, they need to step up and do it for themselves then. Yeah. Places like that. I made the comment. Basically, all I've said about this is the following, that we need to support our LGBT businesses. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, so you can go to Pumpernickel's on Collingwood, uh, get a nice sandwich. That's owned by uh, Denny Lang. Yep. Uh, He's a gay guy. He, as local, your listeners would actually love him, by the way. He's conservative. Dennis has been out with us a lot of times. Yeah, Yeah. great. So, um He's a nice guy. He's got a great business. But yeah. anyways, you know, there's a number of other bars. McCune's, Our House, George's, Brett's, uh, or not Brett's, excuse me. I'm used to saying that in the in the, the litany of, yeah. of places. But anyways, my point is, you know, support those places. If we want to uh, create a space, we, you know, there's a lot of need for uh, a larger center. We have the Pride Room in the Collingwood Arts Center. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a great space where we're outgrowing it. We have huge demand for that space and we can't accommodate everybody. So, you know, do we want to go that route? And I think people do. And then the other piece to it is that some people are concerned that perhaps, um, you know, this greater Toledo House of Worship or House of Prayer might start doing things like conversion therapy, Mm -hmm. which is something that we banned in the city last year. Um, And it's a real concern because it it can lead to some pretty nasty outcomes for those individuals that go through that process. So, you know, we're we're going to be vigilant and paying attention, I would All right. say. Well, it's good to hear. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for coming in and listen. You got a uh, you got a busy year ahead of you. <laughs> and we're we're going to we'll have you back in uh probably a couple of times, but I want you back in at the end of the year to see if you survived. Yeah, happy to come in anytime. <laughs> and, you know, I think with all the things that are coming up, I want to hear from people. So if you want to have me on and talk about water, regionalization Excellent. of water, I'd be happy to listen to people. We'll do, we will do that. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Nick Comives, council person for your at large? At large. At large. So that means anybody can call and hassle them. <laughs> lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.